thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 66. Tired with all these, for restful death I cry, as to behold desert a beggar born, and needy nothing trimmed in jollity, and purest faith unhappily forsworn, and gilded honour shamefully misplaced, and maiden virtue rudely strumpeted, and right perfection wrongly disgraced, and strength by limping sway disabled, and art made tongue-tied by authority, and folly doctor-like controlling skill, and simple truth miscord simplicity, and captive good attending captain ill. Tired with all these, from these would I be gone, save that to die I leave my love alone. That was Sonnet 66 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I'm Mark Chasley, and I am joined... I need an adjective. Uh, uh, like... The beautiful. The, the beautiful... Okay, yeah, that's the beautiful... <laughs> Thierry Hillis. That, 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 that should just be my epithet. Just Thierry the beautiful. Ah, just in little quotes in, in Thierry the beautiful Hillis. Your name's, it works. Your name's a bit like Hells, though. It doesn't work that well. And yeah, it's not quite pronounced that way, but the sound doesn't exist in English. Ooh, but, yeah. how's it pronounced? Helis. Helis. As in like like it's closer. Helis. It's not an e. Okay. It's an. <laughs> it's a... that's just gotta irritate people now. E. E. Yeah. That's helis. Yeah. Helis. Yeah. That's kind of it. I can see how it's not. It's kind of a mixture of an e and an a. Helis. Yeah. Sort of. You weird foreign people, you. That's not how language works. <laughs> Inventing sounds. <sighs> um, yes. What do you think of this sonnet? There's a lot of ands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. That's, that's, that's my qualified uh, criticism about this sonnet. There's a lot of ands with D, not T. Yes. It, it's It's... I quite like it. It's kind of, I, I again, we I said this about the previous sonnet. It would be a good sonnet to learn as a as a performance piece. I think, uh, you, you if you if you spent sort of ten minutes properly dissecting it, you could get a proper feel for where the stresses should be and where the pauses should be. And it, it's essentially a list of all the things wrong, I guess, with the world. It's kind of like. Uh, as to behold a desert, a beggar born, and needy nothing trimmed in jollity, and purest faith unhappily forsworn, and gilded honour shamefully misplaced. It's, it's this epic list that ends with with two lines that bench, uh, essentially say, I'm tired with life, and would quite happily give it all up, except if I die, I'm going to leave you alone. And I think that's such a, a nice way of putting it, and, and I think it's a quite a nice thought he do- he's not living for himself anymore he's living for someone else for someone else yeah and that doesn't have to be and an, and as these sonnets it doesn't have to be and isn't necessarily reciprocal so he's not saying he's not saying to his his lover lying next to him i am so depressed in in the proper um psychological sense as in depressed. clinical depression yeah. he's yeah. not saying i'm so depressed i can't live for myself anymore but i'm living for you it's not that it's saying I'm fed up with the world, but even if you don't love me, 
I don't want you to be alone, so I'm going to stay. Even if I'm not with you, the fact that I'm not here means that you will truly be alone. Even if you feel alone, you're not because I'm here. I I don't know. I, there's just so much meaning in those last two lines. I really, really like it. I do. I I, I can identify with the thought of just just being fed up with the world, but but just. I mean, he's not saying I, I would commit suicide. No. But but just just yeah, holding on to that that one thing that you actually like. And I get I feel about that, which is like just my family, my friends. You just, I mean, I don't like most of the world <laughs> because I'm happy like that. You are a very happy but, person. Um, I just, yeah, I can definitely identify with that feeling. Just just not liking most of the world, but but just holding on to that. In this case, the one person that he loves. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, sorry. Didn't which, which is a very nice feel, a very nice thing to say. Even I mean, because as much as I, I hate everything. My love for you is stronger than, basically, all that hatred combined. Yeah, and and in that sense, love is the the strongest emotion you can feel. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite. I like that's a nice reading. I I think I think we both agree this is a nice sonnet. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> you agree with me again. We, finally. we can't agree. Well, you started disagreeing me in the 30s and finally we're back. We're agreeing again. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was taking a drink then and, and I thought you were going to talk and you didn't. And then there was just silence and dead air. If we were on the radio, we'd be fired for that little gaff. That's... I have worked on the radio. There is... I mean, no one cares about dead air. Really? <laughs> you could just you, you could just provoke dead air. That's quite fun. Provoke just, it. Just, yeah, just just confuse listeners. <laughs> just just stay silent on purpose for longer than half a second. <laughs> it it feels really really awkward. Even in the studio, you just go, "Is this wrong?" <laughs> yes, yes, it is just wrong. Like one or two silence, second silence. You are an evil person on radio. I am an evil person. He is or just anywhere. I don't want to do these podcasts. He makes me. <laughs> every every Thursday, that he sucks. phones me up and goes, get on your computer, Mark. We're doing more sonnets. I don't know what I did to deserve it. Something, I'm sure. I just, <laughs> I, I push a button, you get an electric shock. <laughs> that would be, that would be evil. And yet, probably you could sell <laughs> that to a significant portion of the internet for purposes. Probably, if I found it as well, have have a live Google Hangout and and just just I don't know if if people press the letter E for electricity, Mark gets the shock. Okay, no, I don't like that. I don't like <laughs> it necessarily being tied to me. That Aww. that would be quite mean. You'd have to be quite submissive submissive to allow the whole internet to give you electric shocks. I'm pretty sure there's people like that out there. <laughs> There's some very dark places on Reddit. Oh, I only hang out in the happy places of Reddit and the, and the creepy children places. You're, that... you're only ever one click away from uh, the dark corner of Reddit. And I I just want to clarify the creepy children places of Reddit. Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> I mean that Fred I tweeted about about two a week ago, which was the creepy things your children have said to you. Not not any in any other sense, but it was. A gold mine. If you ever are stuck for inspiration for writing stories, 
it was genius. Little kids, little four-year-old kids going, I love you so much, mummy. I want to cut your face off and wear it. And and just things like that. It was yeah, yeah. utterly terrifying. Does it, does it want to remember that time when I was your grandmother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kids talking about their other, pa- their, their other parents. And, you know, there was one story. The kid was driving along. They were driving along in a car. And the kid starts freaking out in the back of the car saying, that's where I died. That's where I died. And and the parents then going home and looking up and finding that indeed there was a car crash in that location like a year before their daughter was born and and a small girl was killed in it and and it's just terrifying. Wow, absolutely. Ter- the best one was um <laughs> a mother who was having a dream that aliens were trying to take her child oh, away. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And 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 she woke up with a start to find her daughter stood in the doorway and her daughter just looks at her and goes, "Don't worry, mummy, the aliens are gone now." <laughs> It's just no oh, horrid. Uh, this is why I'm never having children, ever. <laughs> evil children are evil. You should have children. Who should me? Yeah, that's that's the whole point. <laughs> have a child and then train your child to be evil to other people. <laughs> or to just freak them out. That's yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds like quite a good plan. Maybe I will have children. (laughs) I'm sure that's a bad reason to have children. Why do you want children? I want an army of small people to freak people out. (laughs) Not a good reason. Not a good reason. Um, The the sonnet. We should go back to the sonnet, shouldn't we, really? Um, There's not a lot to say about this one. I I like all of the all of the the, the and sentences are quite good. My favourite one being and maiden and maiden virtue rudely strumpeted. Because strumpet isn't a word we have enough in the world anymore. I'm not sure I've ever actually come across a strumpet in a... Strumpet is... Not non-literature, kind literary of context. A very, very weak way of saying whore, I guess. That would be my modern interpretation of strumpet. Yeah. Oh, you strumpet, you. It's kind of a playful way. Oh, strumpet. A female prostitute or promiscuous woman. Synonyms. Harlot, trollop, streetwalker, moll or troll. Troll. Trump. Release the horse. Release the horse. Release. Why, why are you saying release the horse? Have you not? You watch Community. I have. Yes. There's the the episode where uh, they try to get that rich kid to come to the community <laughs> college. <laughs> yeah. And then they they almost lose him, and then the dean just takes out a walkie-talkie and goes, "Release the horse. Release the horse." <laughs> and then three half-naked women come in. I'm I'm fairly sure they were men in drag. Were they actually men? I'm pretty sure they had women. Because they were the dean's friends. He knew them all. I'm sure they were men in drag. Unless maybe they're not and I'm just insulting three three lovely female actors I'm upsetting now. They're listening to this. They would listen to this, obviously. And then, no, no, I'm not a man in drag. That's how women talk. I remember them as women. You would, you horny so-and-so. You just <laughs> want to find yeah. yourself a strumpet. That's what you want to do. Not, not a crumpet. I'm pretty sure I could find one in Cardiff if I wanted to. <laughs> ah, what's your favourite yes. and line? Let, 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 let's move away from the women of the night and the men of the night. And I quite like and art make tongue tight by authority. Yes, that is a very good one. What, what, what's your reading of that? I just uh, every time I read authority or government, I just think of David Cameron and how much I want to punch him. Do yeah, punch him. 
<laughs> That's probably quite a light thing. Uh... That's. I just. Uh, he has a very punchable face. I mean, we'll get arrested for inducing violence against the prime minister. I'm not saying you should actually go out and punch him. It's more of a is, hate isn't... for his his policies thing. I wasn't actually. I don't want to hurt anyone physically. No, no, you you're too nice to do that. You are. But 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 yeah, I don't just just yeah, uh, he makes me angry. He, he yes. Um uh, any particular reason or do you want to just leave it as he make he he makes you angry? Just just his uh oh, he legalized gay marriage. That's No, he hasn't though, not yet. It still hasn't gone through its um house of well, Lords. Yeah, he... That's true, but I meant as in he actually supported it. He he did actually. Yes, he, he he's progressive in that kind of. Uh... Yeah, yes, he is because there were more votes in that for him than there were against him for it. Um, yeah, but I mean, if you look at his other his other policies, he doesn't really seem to give a damn about that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sure there aren't more votes in destroying the NHS than. Uh, so that's true. I there are there's money in that though, isn't there? Because he's probably getting his palm greased by all his friends who that, run uh, these companies. That is, that... that is true. Yeah, we, we uh, That's sad. EMI hospital having surgeons turning up late and not washing their hands. And... For for those who aren't in who who aren't that political in the UK or for people in the rest of the world, we have this wonderful system called the National Health Service, which means anyone can get any health work for free. You go if you're ill, you go to the doctors. Um you might have to pay a little charge for the medication, but we're talking a little charge. We're talking seven quid or or whatever, fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars, but that's it for all your medication. Um and if you need to go to hospital you go to hospital, they treat you. If you need an MRI or a CT or surgery, it doesn't matter. It's all free because we pay for it in our taxes. It's a socialised system and it works wonderfully. And and it has its issues, as do all systems, but we've actually, per head, got one of the cheapest healthcare systems in the Western civilised world. Is in far, far cheaper than the American system. So if America replaced their system with our system, it would actually be cheaper for them to run. Um and and our government has just essentially finished the protest of privatizing it so now when you go to the doctors with a broken a sprained leg that might be broken instead of going go down to the hospital get a, this scan and and do this they're now going to have to think about cost implications and see who offers the best cost service in the local area regardless of their other ratings and and it's just this doctors making decisions on cost rather than on what's best for the patient is not a good way to run a system. And then we have hospitals like the one in uh, the B- was it in Guildford somewhere in Sussex, the BMI hospital. Uh, yes, Guildford, I think. That, that Guildford, where they actually had to shut it down because they realised that they didn't even give a damn about hygiene in that hospital. Yeah, because it costs too much money to think about things like that, <laughs> and it's just we've handed away one of the things that makes this country brilliant and it's quite sad it's very sad anyway that's quite a sad end to this 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 podcast i'm sorry no, i'm depressed we now. should we should we should we should go back to the censorship of and arts made tongue-tied by authority yeah yeah censorship of art that's far more jolly 
Which is, uh, I think, essentially what he is saying there. Yeah, yeah, which apparently did exist in uh, Elizabethan times. They did have censorship. And I suppose we've got it in a way now, but it's it's more public opinion driven. Like, uh, if you mention Tracy Emin or Damien Hurst to people, people don't see that as art. They don't see it as worthwhile. And so those things get censored, maybe not in the, you can't do that way, but in a, we're not going to give you any publicity, so you can't make money from it. And therefore you can't carry on doing it way. Well, that and then there's also um, we we do still censor some art as in as in we we have an index of stuff that you cannot legally you shouldn't be able to illegally access. There's there's movies that you can't. I'm not even I'm not even talking specifically porn <laughs> movies. It it's just there are things that are banned in some countries. Yes, yes, I... including the UK. What what's banned in the UK? I want examples. Prove uh, yourself. I'm pretty sure there's there's an Italian film called uh, La Mala Adolescenza, which is about um, two young teenagers falling in love, and it does actually have full frontal nudity of a twelve year old, I think. Ah, okay. And that's that's banned in quite a lot of countries. I can probably see I think, why that's banned. Italy, but it, I mean, that is just it's just a coming of age film. There, there is nothing. I think they simulate sex at one point. Unlike, there's a but, movie but. called Short Bus, um, which I've got, where it's about uh, uh, sex and, and relationships, and all the sex in it is real. It isn't simulated at all, as in the actors in it actually had sex, and it was filmed. You do get films like that. And There's another. There's one with um, oh, a guy who was on 24 as well. I can't remember his name now. But they did like I think it's just a sixty-minute film. But yeah, they just they they actually have sex, which is always it's always weird if you're watching a film that's not actually meant to be porn, and then the actors are actually physically having sex, penetrational sex, and you just just yeah. why <laughs> is it is it really needed? I suppose it's a, it's an artistic yeah. decision though. That's the that's the argument. That's the link back to what we're talking about. It's an artistic decision to do that and. Uh, who are we to say it's the wrong artistic decision? We can argue its merits, but it's it's still art. Yeah, but then I I just every time there's pointless nudity, I just it just distracts from the story. Yeah, I, well, every time there's and pointless not, not anything, good, it's not it's not even oh, there's a naked person. It's just a why did they do that? <laughs> but the, just, that's the same with pointless anything. I, there's that Torchwood episode from the whatever the latest one was called miracle day oh the american one yeah written by by jane uh, written by was it jane epperson written by a very good american writer um but it was atrocious because it was just gay sex all the time and as a gay man myself i don't generally mind that but there was no need for it in the plot the plot was about yeah, there was no no dramatic reason for um the, the plot was about him falling in love with someone who wasn't immortal, and that was the plot. So he, he, the sex wasn't needed. It was uh, at one point you could say, "Oh, they did it," you know, just to show that it was a physical relationship. But it was all the time for for forty five minutes, and it was very, very hard to justify. As as a gay man, I got a lot of flack for that. You know, this is this is what's going to happen on TV, and and this is what you want, isn't it? And it's like, no. Reasons. I don't want to sit in a room with my dad and watch two men go at it on TV. That's not what I want to do at all. I mean, yeah, have if they have ha- if if they if they'd had one sex scene, that would have been fine. 
I mean, I don't... Yeah, two men having... There's nothing wrong with that. It just If they want to show that, fair enough. Have one scene and just go, okay, they did actually yeah. consummate their love, to use a uh, very old term. slightly more Shakespearean yeah. term. <laughs> but um, just, yeah, don't, don't... I mean, there's so many... There was one... I don't know if... Have you seen Looper? No. The Bruce Willis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I quite like that film, mainly because the twist at the end and just to hold it is kind it's kind of a would you go back in time and kill hitler premise okay that, that's kind of the the idea of the storyline not actually hitler but that, but that's kind of the setup and um it, there's there's one scene where he's randomly just sleeping with this one girl played by piper perabo girl from coyote ugly okay and there's just one scene where she's just sitting on the bed naked then nothing ever happens they she's just naked just from waist up and then she just walks into the bathroom and gets dressed. And there's just just that entire scene. You look at it and go, yeah, okay, I've seen her naked now. But but they're just, just why? It, why is that there? Why did, did they could have just cut to the scene where she's dressed in the bathroom? Just yeah. done. Or even on the bed, just wearing a negligee. It, it increased no. their, their viewership by a couple of million, probably. Uh, if you, oh, seriously, if you go see a film for like, just to see someone be naked for 20 seconds i guess quite a lot of people do were you not a teenager (laughs) yeah but then even i had the internet as a teenager uh yes you're slightly younger than me aren't you yeah two years two two and a half years that's quite a lot of time when i that's that's a lot of time internet time i i i I did get internet when i was at 13 ish i remember downloads of two meg taking 20 minutes over over dial up i remember images on web pages oh, i remember dial up i yeah. remember napster and just, just i remember yeah. internet pages with pictures being a pain because that it would take so long to load and yeah <sighs> anyway um we've had a nice little couple of of outskirts i think all very valid valid discussions there yeah yeah um, definitely not necessarily all about shakespeare <laughs> or sonnet 66 but valid discussions nonetheless um <coughs> would you like to read sonnet 66 and then, then we shall move on. Let's move on to a different life. <laughs> one without Shakespeare. And one where you leave someone alone. That was a link into the sonnet. See, we, we can do it. I can do this. I'll read this in my sexy voice. <laughs> Is that your sexy voice? Sonnet 66. <laughs> That's your sexy voice. That's my creepy sexy okay. voice. Okay. <laughs> Anything, that's my theory. Anything becomes creepy if you whisper it. Whisper it into a microphone close up like this. Sonnet 66. (laughs) Oh, I'm wearing earbud headphones and that's just weird. (laughs) Tie it with all these. Sonnets sonnets weren't weren't intended to be read out loud. Sonnets were actually intended to be spoken softly to your lover. I don't think whispered creepily into their ear <laughs> is how it's meant to be, though. That's, there is no difference between spoken softly and whispered creepily. <laughs> oh, you, you say that coming from a country that doesn't have a word for to love. Yeah, but five words for butterfly, five so... Butterfly. <laughs> so in a sense, you're full of love all the time. Yeah, yeah. I should try and read this. You should, yes. Let, let, let's get to the end of this podcast. Come on, we can do it. Sonnet 66. Tired with all these, for restful death I cry, as to behold deserts a beggar 
How does that work? As to behold desert a beggar born. <laughs> really weird. Tie up with all these for restful death I cry as to behold desert a beggar born and needy nothing trimmed in jollity and purest faith unhappily forsworn and gilded honour shamefully misplaced and maiden virtue rudely strumpeted and right perfection wrongfully disgraced and strength by limping sway disabled and art made tongue-tight by authority and folly doctor-like controlling skill and simple truth miscalled simplicity and captive good attending captain ill tired with all these from these would i be gone save that to die i would leave my love i you had two words left (laughs) (laughs) i put in an extra word Uh, save that to die i leave my love alone excellent that was sonnet 66 of shakespeare's sonnets i've been mark chasley (laughs) and you can follow me on twitter at nufkin and I've been Terry Healers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And and I'll, I'll skip a lot of the preamble we do, uh, the post-amble, I guess. Um, and and you can see us next time for Sonnet sixty-seven. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.